talk about we could talk about whatever we want to talk about because we're grown-ups <laughs> i got stuff on my pants let me wipe that off <laughs> i'm sure it's fine what is it is it from here no no um i don't like donut stuff because i had a powder donut it was like all oh. over my sweater too because i'm a grown-up <laughs> i'm happened. jealous a powder donut. Oh. I've been on a diet. I haven't had a. Ay, ay, ay. Even the. I got this diet ice cream. Well, I can't really eat regular ice cream anyway because I have this growing dairy. Lactose. Thing. It's not lactose. It's weird. It's like an allergy. Like it makes my throat itch. Oh, no. You're allergic to cheese? Certain cheese doesn't do it. It's milk. Yeah, milk does it for me. Something in the way it's processed or something. It could be just milk from New York, too, because when I go back to Wisconsin, I can actually drink a glass of milk and really? be fine. But, yeah, drink a glass of New York milk, and I'm <laughs> shitting for an hour. <laughs> yeah, mine's the other way. Like, it makes me throw up. Oh. Like it doesn't give me a stomachache or anything. It makes me, it makes my inner ear itches, my throat itches, and then I have to throw up. That sucks. Yeah, so I I already have to eat l- like lactose free ice Stuff, cream yeah. if I eat it. Yeah. But then I'm on this diet too, so I have to also eat like I'm trying to eat as naturally as possible, so like mm-hmm. no refined sugars or anything. But and nobody believes me. But I found this ice cream. It's called the name is ridiculous. It's called uh, Cashewlicious. And it's cashew milk-based ice cream. Okay. And trust me, if I was saying this to me right now, I'd be like, fuck off. That's disgusting. It's so good. And I'm also one of these people that tells people to fuck off when they say, like, oh, my God, it's such good, like, almond cheese or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, it's no, not. It's, it's disgusting. Not. <laughs> I can't. Uh, it tastes like Breyer's ice cream to me. It tastes like. And now, the flavors are basic because it's all. It's all. Well, it's cashew. I like cashews. It's and it's all it's like five ingredients. I do like it when stuff has less ingredients. Yeah. And it's so it's like it's like all like, you know, like it's some of the sweeteners, agave nectar and stuff. Yeah. Like that. So it's not like refined sugar and stuff. But like the chocolate tastes like chocolate ice cream. The strawberry tastes like strawberry ice like cream. Like it actually tastes like ice cream. Yeah. Ice cream. I can give you some if you want. Yeah. I'm going to have to try it being a dairy person. Oh, and all. Okay. <laughs> Are you really going to get it now? I want you to taste it. <laughs> okay well hello everyone (laughs) welcome to another episode of how to do drugs today we're doing ice cream with joe de (laughs) rosa what flavor do you have yeah is it is it like a sorbet type of consistency like an icy <laughs> okay. But feel it. When I picked it up in the store, I was like, no, it feels like ice cream. It's solid. Like All right. Yeah. Like Halo Top is so light. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had Halo Top. All right. It looks like real ice cream. Can you guys see that in the bowl on the video? Those who are listening on Apple or Spotify, we also have a YouTube channel. All right. Okay. It tastes like ice cream, right? Yeah. Like it's not. I like strawberry. I like strawberry. The strawberry one's a bit better than the chocolate. 
like uh, to me the strawberry i was like no that tastes like briar strawberry ice cream to me like I the couldn't. consistency is yeah it does. <laughs> right? it really does. i'm shocked at how much it tastes and feels like ice cream it's great i mean the strawberry is better a little bit the chocolate kind of tasted like coffee the chocolate has a a bright chocolate flavor yeah but it's a dark it's it's funny because it's like a dark it's a lot of dark chocolate yeah yeah but, so but like for some reason dark chocolate tastes fruitier sort of like okay i get what you're it's saying odd. Yeah. Like, yeah well like, because there's less sugar in like yeah. the more pure the the chocolate is the less sugar or whatever but i mean now but even a whole and then a whole pint of that is like 600 calories or something that's not a lot, right? I don't know. I've never counted calories. It might even be before. less. I've, I've never been a calorie person. I'll tell you real. I'll tell you real quick. <laughs> but I want to read you the ingredients too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so fascinated by. Th- but I mean, this does apply to your show because oh, people are definitely addicted to sugar and food. Food, you know, people have a bad relationship with food. I know I do. I have three cavities. I went to the dentist yesterday. Oh. Well, I have a baby tooth still, and that baby tooth had a cavity, but it's already filled, but it has a chip in it, so now it got deeper. And that cavity gave two of my other teeth cavities, and I'm 43. So <laughs> going to the dentist and finding out that I had cavities <laughs> was really fucked up considering how much I take care of my teeth. I carry fucking flosses around. People make fun of me because I'm flossing my teeth all the time. Well, I'm do like the way that I mean that. Yes, people do have a I'm having a hard time finding it, but people do have a sugar addiction. Yeah. But also too, this for me um, ties into a diet I'm on. Mm -hmm. And the reason I can't find it. God damn it. (laughs) Why was I even looking it up? Oh, the calorie count. Anyway, it's not a lot of calories. Yeah. But, uh, uh, you know, for me, I, I've been such a um, uh, drinker my whole life. Yeah. Not my whole life, but, you know, since my 20s, mm-hmm. late, early 20s. Um, uh, you know, it's my favorite of the drugs. And, like, I got, I mean, I, I'm, I'm like most people. I'm just trying to now reverse the effects of COVID, of just the lockdown of yeah. all that weight and everything. Mm-hmm. But, like, going on food diets a lot of the time for me has a lot to do with allowing room for alcohol. Yeah, alcohol has a lot. (laughs) You could gain a lot of weight. When I moved out of Wisconsin and moved to Florida and I quit drinking the way I did in Wisconsin, I lost 30 pounds in, like, two months. Yeah, it's wild. It was insane because the sugar content. I was always drinking, like, flavored vodka and Sprites, you know, Mm -hmm. and um, I did, like, a lot of tequila. But, yeah, a lot of that stuff... You do gain a lot of weight if you drink a lot. Yeah, no, it's true. It's true. Uh, and I, uh, I, I still do drink, but like I, I, I cut way back, and like I drink, I'll only drink like a hard, like a clear hard liquor, sometimes whiskey, but like I, I don't drink beer anymore. Yeah, at least for now. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like was gonna cheat the other day, and I had it was weird. I had a sip of beer because I thought I was gonna have a beer, mm-hmm. and I was like, ew, I don't like it. Like, which was a relief. But yeah, because sometimes you get that that taste for alcohol, like you have one drink, you weren't planning on drinking and then your body is like, no, we're going to get wasted. today." <laughs> yeah, that's man. God damn it. That's just a. Yeah. <laughs> I like it better when I have a drink and it tastes bad. I'm like, oh, OK, good. It's not a drinking day. Yeah, right. 
It's it's tough though because I mean most I don't know. I find that most alcohol doesn't taste great, right? Like sometimes you're in the mood for a cocktail, but like mm-hmm. and wine tastes good, but like Yeah. That's my, always been my issue is like I don't really like the taste of it that much. So the I'm always chasing the effect versus the flavor. Versus the flavor. Do you like like fruity drinks? Like I pina coladas and stuff like that? I mean, I like the way they taste. Yeah. I don't drink them cuz because the hangover and the sugar and everything. Yeah, the the sweeter the drink, the worse the hangover. Yeah. And I noticed when I don't drink, too, I talked about this, actually, I think it was last week, that um, when I don't drink a lot, I tend to eat more sugar. Yes. And <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> To compensate, because your brain is like, we need that fix. Yeah, yeah, no, I I, I didn't even realize it, but I'd, I, I quit smoking on purpose, but, like, I didn't realize that when I quit, all of a sudden I was eating a bunch more crappy food. Mm-hmm. And I thought I was just depressed. And I was like, oh, no, I quit smoking. That's right. Like, this happens. I forgot. And then when I started to cut back on booze, it was happening, too. Yeah. And I, you know, eventually you just have to even it out and go, okay, it can't be a fucking free-for-all. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, and there's still good stuff to eat. It's just... You know, I try not to eat like Taco Bell and shit like that. All of the time. Yeah, you do kind of eat crappy. I love, yeah. (laughs) I love it. I love bad food. But it's never been sweets for me. I've never had a big sweet tooth. I mean, I like it. I like donuts and stuff. Yeah. Sweet tooth, that's never been my Achilles heel. It's always been wanting like McDonald's and stuff like that. Yeah, no, I, sweets, especially cakes, cookies, gummy bears, all of it. Yeah, I, I love all candy. Yeah, I have three fucking cavities. <laughs> yeah, apparently I really like candy. <laughs> but can you? Um, so this is what I never understood because I don't have a sweet tooth. Mm-hmm. What what is it like? Because like like so in other words, like you know, like for me with fast food, mm-hmm. like if I have a cheat day, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get a Big Mac. And I'm going to get some KFC and I'm going to get some tacos like I make a a big smorgasbord of all the crappy shit I like. Mm -hmm. And I don't get tired of any one of them. I I enjoy all of it. I can't finish all of it. Yeah. But I enjoy combining the flavors of all of it. Is it the same thing with sweets? Because with sweets, I'll get a craving. Mm -hmm. But like I'll eat. If I do, I'll eat the chocolate thing, and then I'm like, eh, I don't really want the fruit thing anymore. Anything? No, for me, um, I have a little like candy basket in my living room that has everything from like little mini candy bars to now and later's to, um, you know, a Sour Patch Kids, and then I also have um, like these little mini um, cheesecake things that are oh they're really really good and uh sometimes cookies like yeah 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 it just just comes in a um it's like a little square thing they're like maple flavored and they're just like little squares and i'll eat um i'll eat like six of those in a sitting how Um, big are is this like eating six cookies basically no 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 they're just like little mini squares you know they're not that big they're meant you know to snack on kind of thing bite-sized little cheesecake things that i started (laughs) they're actually really really good i noticed too that um when i'm really depressed i'll tend to eat more candy when i'm really sad and i notice what when i'm not as depressed I don't have that craving <laughs> for candy. No, I agree. I'm the same way with um, fatty food. Mm-hmm. Like I get like depressed and 
I'll start to do, I'll order like enough food for like multiple people. Same. I won't binge eat it in the sense of like, I won't sit and eat all of it and then be sick. But like, I'll eat my fill Mm -hmm. and then get tired and then take a nap and then wake up and then eat again. And then eat again. Yeah. Because like, (laughs) it's the comfort of knowing there's more there Mm -hmm. for later. Um, you know, and when I'm not depressed, I won't do that because I don't want to feel tired. I don't want to. Like, yeah, that just out. like lethargic, just uh, and a lot of that crappy food. Anytime I eat fast food, it's always I want to take a nap yes. <laughs> afterwards because your body is like, we don't know what to do with this. Yeah, <coughs> I, I'm amazed that like I was ever at an age where I would eat that stuff for lunch at work. Yeah. And then go back to work. And like, I don't mean like even like. It, it w- it's one thing to be tired if you're doing like you know mechanical work mm-hmm. but like i was doing like shit where i had to like really be thinking a lot and like when you're lethar forget it like yeah you can't, you can't think you know so like it's it's just a double whammy but it's terrible but um but yeah so but i mean that was uh my my interest in um alcohol was what eventually led to interest in some drugs and then like but also too it, it bums me out that other drugs don't work for me I, I, I'm, I, it bums me out that weed is has become very much an enemy yeah you don't um i don't think i've ever really seen you smoke weed before i mean we've definitely done other things but never <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i can't i can't do it anymore it makes me crazy paranoid like if i'm very drunk mm-hmm I can maybe have a hit of weed or two or like have like a five or ten milligram edible. But I have to be drunk. Yeah. I have to be in a place where I don't care. And where I, you I probably don't even really where it doesn't even really affect you because you're so drunk. Like you probably right. They have too much alcohol. Yeah. And then also too, like I still have to be home when I do that. I can't do that in public. Yeah. Oh, so it does give you really bad like panic and anxiety attacks. Like it makes you really anxious. I can't. Yeah. And I've tried, you know, every weed enthusiast is like, well, you should try a sativa. You know, whatever. try this strain. Yeah. You would want an indica, not a sativa. Y- yeah. Yeah. Or indica. <laughs> sorry. Uh, but yeah, I can't. It makes me. It just makes me think. T- I just go to a bad place. You thi- oh, so it makes you like um, how some people when they do acid or mushrooms or you know dmt you know sometimes a lot of dark shit will come up for them those are out completely now you can't do any you don't do those anymore i i think i did mushrooms um the last i i was a big enthusiast of all it's not dmt i i only did that once but Mm -hmm. and it didn't really do anything i don't think it, it was right but whatever um but i was a big enthusiast of mushrooms and acid and E as it used to be called, yeah, Molly, um, all those things, and um, I loved it. The more fucked up, the better. Like, let's go to another planet, like mm-hmm. all that shit. And um, I just, I hit a wall with every one of them, one by one. They went out, and sometime over the lockdown, I did Molly for the last time, and I was like. Fuck this. <laughs> it did not make me feel good. It made me. I had to like several times for my friends have to go into the other room oh and no. like sit through a wave mm-hmm. of like I just hated it. And the same thing with the last time I did mushrooms. And also those drugs hit me very quickly. Like 
every time within 10 or 20 minutes, I'm like, I feel this already. And people are like, there's no way. And I'm like, no, this always happens to me. And then the, the more I did them, the bad experiences led to me much more quickly having to go into another room. Oh, wow. Immediately. I wonder why, like, your body breaks it down faster. Or you could be allergic to, like, some of this stuff, too. I assume it's my metabolism, which is, I think, why I've always... I should weigh a lot more than I do Mm -hmm. the way I eat um, and the way I have eaten my whole life. I don't exercise almost at all. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so I really should weigh a lot more than I do. Yeah. I have a very high metabolism. Um I think it's why my drinking tolerance is pretty you high. You can, um, yeah, no, you're a fish. Like yeah. trying to, if I now, I can, I can never keep up with you in my twenties. Yeah, we could probably go drink for a drink now. Sometimes Ooh. when I see you drink, yeah, there's no <laughs> way. Anytime ever anyone's like, I went out with DeRosa. I'm like, how do you feel? Death. I feel like death. <laughs> uh, Mike, uh, <laughs> Mike, uh, what's his name? Um, Oh God damn it, Mike! The go- Benoya? No, um, younger guy, dark brown hair, good-looking kid. Ma- Feeny Cannon. Mike Feeny. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, let me name all the mics. He uh, he saw pictures <laughs> that Steve Byrne and Steve Byrne and I were in uh, Vegas together. Mm-hmm. Oh God. Remind me to call Steve Byrne. I owe him a phone call. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember that. Uh. We were in Vegas together, and Steve Byrne the next day posted pictures on the airport, hungover, mm-hmm. and he did a video where he's like, "Oh my God!" Uh, and Mike Feeney wrote, "Neither man nor God has gone out with Derosa and come out clean on the <laughs> other side." <laughs> and I was so flattered. I yeah. Was like, oh wow. That's yeah. Really nice. Yeah. No, you are a drinker. Yeah. When people go out with you, it's we have to be prepared. <laughs> be like, I have to make sure I ate a lot. Yeah. Maybe get a little gram of Coke just in case <laughs> I get too drunk. Keep you propped up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but that's the thing. Like, I'm on, we were talking earlier about meds and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I'm on meds now that have cut my tolerance down to nothing. Yeah. So now, and then also they've altered the drunk. So now when I, dr- it's one of the things that helped me cut back. Mm-hmm. Now when I drink, like, I could have, like, I can still have five or six drinks, like mm-hmm. which to to a lot of people is a lot. It's a lot, yeah. Uh, but it's five or six tequilas or whiskeys or vodkas, mm-hmm. and that's it. Like I hit a point where I'm like I'm like swaying, and I'm like, oh shit, I gotta go home. Like mm-hmm. like I'm just messy, and it's not anywhere near as enjoyable a drunk. I'm not getting the charge right now. Yeah, it's not fun. Yeah. Which it's sucks. like kind of fun. Yeah. But like not. To a little bit. Not the same. No. I notice as I'm older, too. That is the thing, too, is because we are getting older. Like my body just can't handle a lot of the same stuff that I used to do. My body will tell me when I've had enough, you know, wine to drink because the wine will just actually taste different. It will start tasting really gross. Like my body's trying to reject it almost. Yeah. I noticed a... um. There's a physical difference too. There's like a, you start to feel hot, 
Mm-hmm. Not necessarily like sweating, but you just feel it's like... It's like a hot flash kind of. I mean, you're yeah. a dude, you wouldn't know what that <laughs> right, is. <right>. But <laughs> I imagine. <laughs> it's just like this warm, like hot kind of feeling that goes through your body. Yeah. And then like exits, like starts at your head and then leaves. And you're mm-hmm. like, what the fuck was that? And you're kind of tired and you're just like... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's what another thing I was... Because I've never really take, taken like antidepressants because a lot of them have always made me much more depressed and even suicidal some of them like um i've had to stop taking them specifically my doctor's like oh you're gonna off yourself and maybe yeah Yeah, stop taking them um so i always wanted to know how certain antidepressants do react with other drugs because a lot of times you know things like cocaine and ecstasy you know they they pump out a lot of those happy chemicals and what the antidepressants do is supposed to give you like the right amount of those happy Mm -hmm. chemicals so it's like how i want to know like how those two interact and i'm assuming because we have had talks where like we have partied you know Mm -hmm. and then the next day it's like i feel like i could jump off of a roof right now (laughs) yeah it's terrible it's terrible it's um you know it's it's the you get the um the dopamine spike, mm-hmm. and then that leads to the dopamine crash, <laughs> and that's what gets you in the cycle because mm-hmm. you can get it from food too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you you start to, you know, that's that's what always led to cycles for me, whether it was alcohol or, I would never, I've done plenty of drugs in my life. I would never deny it, but I also mm-hmm. don't think I'm. I never would have defined myself as somebody who does drugs. I'm like, no, I do them sometimes. Yeah. You know, but I never was like, no, it's part of my weekly routine, you know? Yeah, where you're like planning on be like, today I'm buying a yeah, gram of yeah. Coke. And it was, I'm like that. Um, <laughs> I'm like, I'm a planner. <laughs> sure, yeah. I mean, now I definitely do if I'm older, you know, because I am older. If I'm going to go out with certain people or whatever, you know, for a weekend and be like, all right, then I'm taking the next two days off. That's just how it's going to happen. Sure, sure. No, I, I, I've done that where I go, you know, all right, it's my birthday. Like, I'm going to clear a day or two on mm-hmm. either side of this and, and, and I just have a good time and. You know, I, I definitely, you know, if I have something to do the next day, I'm very big on not going out. Yeah, not, I can't because I can't control myself. I lack that self-discipline. I mean, I don't know. I've seen you. I, I, I mean, I can't speak for you, but I've yeah. seen you out plenty of times where you're like, no, I have to go home. I have to be good. Yeah. You yeah. didn't seem like you were, like, wild or anything. No, no, but if I get a taste for it and then I'm like, fuck, then it's fuck. Well... <laughs> You know, that's not as, um, that's not as, I mean, you, you, I mean you've probably discussed this at this point on this show mm-hmm. many times, but like I never fully understood that until recently when I talked to my doctor about mm-hmm. it and he explained to me what it is because I always thought that that was some sort of, you know, addict thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's not necessarily, it's why you see. It's why you see 21-year-old, you know, girls in the street crying (laughs) after they go day drinking for the first time or whatever it is, Mm -hmm. or some frack guy puking uncontrollably. Mm -hmm. That's not because they're alcoholics. It's because you get a spike. And once that dopamine spike happens, you get energized Mm -hmm. initially before the depressant part, and then you're just chasing the spike. Yeah, that makes sense. That leads to you getting sick. Or too drunk. I mean, I will say this. The one thing I'm happy about with this, like, governor um, that this medication has kind of put me on or has put on me mm-hmm. is that 
I've said to my therapist repeatedly, I it was it's never about drinking for me. It's about the adventure. Yeah. I wish I didn't care about the adventure as much. Like, but I get going and I just want to see where the night's going to go. And I do miss that. And I mm-hmm. do know that one day I will return to that. But like right now, even as much as I miss it, I'm like, you know what? It is a relief. Like I don't anymore get that thing after a couple of drinks where I'm like, ah, oh, now what? I'm just like, eh, I could go home if I wanted to. Yeah. Know. Yeah. I've been doing that, especially after the quarantine. I was able to do that when I was um, when I was still in school. I had one day set aside a week that like if I was going to get drunk, that would be the day that I would get drunk. Otherwise, I could have, you know, one or two beers and then go home and be fine. It wasn't like I had to continue, you know, keep drinking. I also noticed, too, when um, when I had a uterus and I would get my period, I would always um, I would get. I would want to drink more right before my period, like my body, like I was able to drink a lot more. And that makes sense with uh, what your doctor says, like you get that dopamine spike or whatever you're just trying to to catch that to chase it i also think because like a woman's body like her metabolism changes and stuff like that so i'd be able to drink like twice as much as i normally do (laughs) just because of that (laughs) yeah yeah no it's incredible and it's uh, you know it's why it's why when you're depressed you turn to these things Mm -hmm. or one of the reasons at least um you know it's pretty scientific like i think I think as life goes on uh, and science evolves, there's going to be less mystery around alcoholism. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's going to be far more uh, based in just lifestyle versus usage mm-hmm. and why that lifestyle leads to a certain amount yeah. of Yeah, genetics has a lot to do with alcoholism, too, for sure. I right. I definitely know that, yeah. Yeah, well, and that's the thing. It's like how many, who knows, how many people in AA are people that needed some sort of mood stabilizer or some sort of antidepressant Mm -hmm. or whatever and didn't have access to it, and then they just got themselves into a terrible habit of drinking. Yeah, because that was like a coping thing. It kind of helped a little bit, but not the way it was supposed to. Right, right. You know, who knows? I I don't don't know, but... uh, uh, it's interesting. It's interesting. But yeah, I, I I don't know. I associate I associate alcohol so much with activities. Fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Going to football games. You always have the best birthday parties. You have the best birthday parties. <laughs> um I, I don't tried. remember a lot of any of the birthday parties. Yeah. I've seen pictures and be like, that was fun. <laughs> yeah, no, I I'm, I get that, too, after I see pictures and I'm like, oh, wow. All right. We did that. But no, I love uh, I, I love throwing birthday parties, not to celebrate me, just because it's a great way to get a ton of people together to have a party. Mm-hmm. You know, and like if you if there's a reason like, hey, it's my birthday, people that usually wouldn't go out go all right, I'll come out. And yeah. then all of a sudden, it's a big party. Yeah. It's not just a Tuesday or whatever. So I think that's fun. But uh, <laughs> It's an adventure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, you know. Um, but I don't know. Like, uh, uh, yeah, uh, drinking it. And, and then also, too, it's, it's um, you know, social lubricant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does help. I notice that sometimes when I get really anxious, even though I wasn't planning on drinking, I'll just get one. 
just so I have something in my hand. So I like I feel like people are staring at me because I don't have a drink yeah. <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. No, I've been there with that. And then like, you know, uh, you know, dates. It makes the date so much. easier. I'm actually trying now to get out of that. I got myself into a real habit where. um, Where like the only dates I would I was going on mm-hmm. were drinking dates. Yeah. Go out to a bar and have a couple of drinks. And, uh, you know, it, it it's it's not I mean, it's there's nothing wrong with that. But like, uh, you know, eventually you're like everybody, you know, you're both probably making decisions you don't want to ultimately make on a first date. Yeah. Then, like or, or or like you just end up romanticizing an evening that wasn't that great, you know, because you were shit faced and you make out in some bar and you think it was so cool. And then you yeah. know, you're like, no, it wasn't. You're not really getting to know each other. And again, I'm not against it. I love a good drunk, mm-hmm. but um, I'm trying now to like. I did notice that it was getting me. There was nothing wrong with any of the women. Mm-hmm. It was just my. Practice in the engagement of them was just not healthy anymore i was i was going why am i i'm like i'm 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 spending time with people that i know aren't right for me Mm -hmm. because like all of it's just based in who cares like we went out and we did shots and it was a fucking party yeah and it was fun and yeah and i i'm trying to get away from that i'm trying to start having like not so I don't mean sober dates like Mm -hmm. in the AA sense, but like sober dates. Like, yeah, let's go to a museum or that's always a see. I like stuff like that. I'm a nerd. I'll go to a museum. I've also I don't think I have been out on a real date. Like a decade, maybe like I I go out to eat with people that I've slept with. You know what I mean? But it's not like having a guy ask me to go out. I would like to buy you dinner. Does that even happen? Have you taken a girl out to dinner lately? When was the last time you taken a girl out to dinner? No, not in a long time. It's been like, let's meet. Let's meet at this bar. Yeah. And like, hey, if we're hungry, we'll order something at the bar. But it's it's drinks. Yeah, it's normally it's always drinks. just drinks. Yeah, it's like it's, you know. Because women always get weird about eating in front. I used to be like that when I was younger, you know, be like very conscientious about eating right. in front of people. And not. I mean, now I don't give a fuck. <laughs> no, I'm 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 self-conscious about that, too, mm-hmm. on a date. Like, I don't I feel weird. You know, like I feel weird eating in front of somebody. Yeah, it is a whole it's an awkward thing. (laughs) Yeah. No, the last person I took on a date was my last uh, girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Um, um, Like in that sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But you guys were already dating. right? Yeah. Yeah. No, we were already dating. Um, But yeah, no, I just. um. It's horrible. It's an awful experience. The traditional date is like yeah. something where you can have fun is great. Mini Oscar, golf. You know, Oscar. Comedian. Uh, Oscar Aiden. Yeah. Gay guy. Yeah. Yes. He, I was talking Love to him, him about it the other night. Mm-hmm. He was like, you, we were, and he was like, you need to get out of what the, you know, this, this the same conversation, get out of the routine. Mm-hmm. And he was like, what do you like to do? And I said, well, I like to play video games. And he was like, you should join a video game group and try to meet someone to date that way. And he was like, you should start a dating app for video gamers. And I was like, I bet you there probably is one already. Mm-hmm. I just haven't looked it up. Yeah. If there's not, it's m- my idea. That's your idea. But, uh, <laughs> or his idea that he gave to me. But um, 
but no he um and i was like you're right and and i remembered i remembered um and i've met this woman many times mm-hmm. i've done podcasts with her um like other people's podcasts we've both been guests and she is fucking awesome mm-hmm. but i remember i did opie and anthony once with seth green mm-hmm. And he's we talked a lot about Star Wars and stuff like that because he's into all that shit. And Mm -hmm. then we talked about dating and I was like, man, it's just so tough. And he was like, dude, you need to do what I did. And I was like, what'd you do? And he goes, I met my wife at Comic-Con. And he goes, dude, I saw a super beautiful woman dressed as Han Solo. And I started talking to her and now we're married. And it's and I just saw on Instagram the other day, Mm -hmm. like their 10 year anniversary, something. And um. Yeah, and again, I've I was like on Josh Wolf's podcast with her. I was on mm-hmm. a couple other podcasts with her. She's so fucking cool, and it's exactly the thing. I'm like, yeah, this is like you talk to her, and you're like, this is a female version of me. Mm-hmm. Like, so I think we all could be doing that, like going out and meeting people that do that, like the, yeah, that that dumb, like you know, the same things that yeah. you like. Which is, but not, but off of these regular dating apps. Like oh, I can't. I can, I'm too famous. Right. I'm Pornhub for the dating apps. Right. <laughs> and it's got to be a nightmare for you. Yeah. No, I tried a couple of times, and it just, it never. Yeah. It, they, a lot of times too, they creep me out. I sure. did. I went out on one date, and it was a drinking date with one guy, and um, and that's this was last summer. It was technical. Well, my first one was from Hot or Not, you know, back in the early 2000s. Don't you don't remember that? It's where you could like rate people how hot they were or oh, not. Right. Um, yeah, I met one dude off of there. But yeah, so technically, I think this was off of Tinder or Hinge or something like that. Like really nice guy, but just not. No, like I can't meet people that mm-hmm. way. I've noticed like some people that I meet at bars, it's like eh, I've like I've stopped trying to like hook up with people at bars in general, and, unless it is just like a one night stand mm-hmm. type of thing. But any time that I've actually ever had anything like substantial, it was always just meeting them randomly, you know, someplace besides a bar. Yeah, it's uh, it's tough that the bar scene is tough, and and it's a. It's funny. I love the bar scene as a single guy, mm-hmm. but not as a way to necessarily meet people. It's just a fun place to hang out. Yeah. I feel like when you're single. I like to hang out and I like to do drugs and I'm not trying to like meet anyone. Oh, <laughs> I want to do fucked bad. up shit. I want to do hood rat shit with my friends. There's <laughs> nothing better than like one of those marathon nights in a dive bar. Yeah. It's so fun. It's so fucking fun. They're they're my favorite nights of all. Yeah, I know. God <laughs> damn it. Uh, but yeah, like you know, they um, they I don't I don't know why I said they, but they um, you know, it's it's, I don't know. Like I would like to, but then also too, you meet somebody that's too similar to you, and it's bad. Yeah, because then maybe you start seeing like some things like in them that is in you and that you don't like like it's a reflection almost right right uh yeah it's like i, d- I definitely don't need to date somebody with my demeanor <laughs> i need somebody who brings like uh, some po- uh, n- I'm positivity not as, yeah. yeah no you can say it we know who you are <laughs> joe <laughs> i'm not as but, he, but here's the thing i'm not as negative as people think no you're not you're not i actually do have a, 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 i'm like a, I'm like really sentimental and 
I you love are. Christmas time. And, yeah. You know, like, you so, do. You're so, a sweetheart on the inside. I I'm soft on the inside. <laughs> but um, but I also do need somebody like when I get going on my like pissing and moaning to be like, everything's cool. It's not the end of the world. Yeah. Like, you know, I could use a little of that in my in my life. I could see that. I could see that. I was thinking about um, a dating app called Bender where you could find people who like the same drugs as you. And like same party style, because <laughs> that's another thing too. Some of the guys that's a good idea. that I have dated, um, like they're not big drinkers, or like they don't even like to smoke pot, and like that's who I am. And so I try to hide that, you know. But you could find it on. Um, I bet you can just go to one of the fuck apps and find that. Yeah, that's easy. <laughs> no, but I mean, like you could stipulate, like I want my one night stand to be a bender. Oh yeah, yeah, something like that. But see, I like. I don't know if I could do that on on an app. If I'm hooking up with someone when I'm on a bender, like we have to be partying together. I have to see how they party. You know, probably have already seen them party before, like partied with them. Yeah, that's the thing, too. Yeah, because that can go sideways on you. Yeah, because you don't know how this person is on drugs. <laughs> can they hang the same way we can hang, you know? <laughs> do you fr- Are they annoying your friends? That's another thing. I'm not going to date someone that my friends hate. Because yeah. my friends hate them, I'm probably going to not like them in the long run, too, because they obviously see something I don't That's see. That's the worst. That's the worst when somebody, when you bring somebody into, even if it's just drinking, when you mm-hmm. bring somebody into the mix that doesn't jive with everybody else. Yeah. And, and the whatever the party is, and it's just like, get this person the fuck out of here. <laughs> and then when it's your friend and it's your responsibility and you have to figure out how to rectify it. Yeah, how to get someone sucks. out because you still want to hang out and party, but you want to get rid of this person. I've sent people home before. I've sent people home. I've um, We've left people at other bars before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> be like, we're going here. It's horrible. But when we're on a bender, we're on we're yeah. on a mission for fun. Yeah, no, man. Oh, God damn it. That's <laughs> such a uh, I've had a few of those with my uh, my one of my best friends in the world who when he's come to visit, we we will block. It's usually for my birthday, mm-hmm. but we'll block out like three days. He'll come visit. He gets away from the family. Mm-hmm. And like it's always one of those things where we go real late Friday, wake up Saturday, start immediately, mm-hmm. go all. It's just so fun. It's just so fun. So fun <laughs> to like leave the house for the first time at like 1 p.m. on Saturday and you're already all fucking hammered jacked or and yep. yeah, you're just ready to go. You're like you're just having such a good time. Like god damn it, that's fun. And it's a lot of fun. Uh when's the last time we hung out? We've hung out. I want to say I, I remember the football game that, that we went time. to. That was super fun. No, we've hung out since then. Well, that was New a, Year's. That was the la- yeah, that was the last. New Year's was a party. It was a lot of yeah. people. I would say the last significant time was that football game. Yeah, it was the football game. But you and, like, Polly and Tommy, you guys were just slamming shots before we even got in I know. to I, the stadium. I slept through the game. And then by the time you were asleep. <laughs> Did you microdose? Because we, no. me and Polly, we microdosed. That's why we were so happy. <laughs> no, no, I I drank a shitload and ate some of the barbecue, and then I got inside and realized I was hungry still, and yeah. I ate two or three sausage sandwiches. Yeah, I grabbed some food too. Yeah. Definitely grabbed some food, and then they stopped serving beer. We went on a mission, yeah. to try to find. Polly was trying to like bribe people to give us beer. Yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> 
Yeah, that was a fun day. Yeah, I, I woke up. What did I do the night before? I did something the night before, but I was like kind of feeling the. Effect. Yeah, you said that you, that you felt a little hungover. I was hurting. I I didn't want to go. I remember when I woke up, I was like, oh, Christ. Yeah, we had to get up early as shit. Yeah. So as soon as I got there, I remember Tommy had a bottle of. Why? He's the rep of Wyoming whiskey, and they were sponsoring the tailgate. And yeah. Yeah, he had a bottle, and I go, put me in, coach. Yeah, yeah, no, I saw you do six shots in, like, a half hour. I was like, Jesus. I, like, I made sure I ate, and then he gave me, because I don't really drink whiskey because it makes me mean. And so I had, like, a little bit of it, and then I finished it off. And then, yeah, it doesn't didn't take me much. It's really good whiskey. We love Tommy. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> he's great. He's great. They uh they sponsored the the outdoor space at at our bar. It's it's we built this Winnebago outside at Joey Rose's and it's called the Wyoming Winnebago. Amazing. But they sponsored it and it's awesome and Is it like is it decorated on the inside? Can you go inside or is it just on the outside? Oh. No, 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 yeah, it's 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 like our outdoor space. Just oh, nice. Is it like all like white trash like Winnebago style? It's like old school, yeah. It's you'll nice. see. Like there's like there's like lawn chairs inside and stuff. It's fun. Nice. I was thinking about buying a Winnebago and then just like traveling. I would love to do that. And never, yeah, I have I like my space though, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to do that. I <laughs> desperately or like a little tiny house somewhere in the middle of the woods. Yeah. Away from everybody. I thought about that too. I'm I I I'm trying to figure that out. Mm -hmm. Like like the, the I I think tiny house is a good idea because it can be moved. Mhm. Mm and I think it's very hard to figure to pick one place because Life changes, yeah. and your friends change, and people come, and people go, people die, mm -hmm. whatever it is, and, you know, uh, and environments change, so, like, I think a tiny house is such a good idea, because you can literally get it towed to the next place. Yeah, wherever you want, or you even know. a mobile home, you just put it on, you know, the back of your truck, and just go, Yeah, to live anywhere. Yeah, you know, and... You know, I I I really really want to do that, like and 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 get like a a sort of is it a san sanctum, right? That's the word, right? Sanctum. Or is it a sol sol no solace? Yeah, sanctum. You find your sanctum, right? Yeah, solitude. Your solace. Something. Whatever, yeah, yeah, whatever the word is. <laughs> I want to. I want to. Uh, figure that out for myself i love the city i love new york it's my favorite place in the world but you know i want to have i want to be able to just get out of here and lock it all out after a yeah week. it can be um because there's so many people and it's just so much energy and sometimes that could like fuck up your energy sometimes i'll just go to central park and just like sit by a tree just so i'm like in nature yeah because you don't get a lot um i need nature i also need water so i, I always try to live close to water i live like two blocks from the river <laughs> that's really good that's really good that's another thing too like i wish i could uh, i wish i could live somewhere where i could go fishing i find fishing i used to fish as a kid a lot and i stopped mm -hmm. and i haven't done it in years and i find it just like like lake and pond fishing we need to go uh we should go with aaron burke because he goes fishing all the fucking time by his house in jersey oh really mm-hmm that's great. Yeah. I, I didn't know there was some, I guess, duh, there's something that close, but. Yeah. I see people like fishing on, you know, on the banks of the rivers and stuff. And I was just like, uh, not here. I'm used to lake fishing. I like deep yeah. sea, you know, fishing. I've done that a little bit, but yeah, I grew up on lakes. I want to be out on a boat, you know, with my great grandpa, six, 
you know, six pack <laughs> hooking yeah. worms for. <laughs> yeah, I just I I I want to just sit on the side of the lake and set up, you know, yeah. set up shop and just sit there and just it's so peaceful. It's so, you know, like it's just such the opposite of all this. And I love all this. But yeah, I like both. That's the problem is that I want. If I had enough money, I would build a house on top of an apartment. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't that be great? Building. Just have my own little nature area and then also have the city. Yeah, that's the thing that sucks is that you can't really have both Wouldn't here. that be great? It Jesus. would be fucking phenomenal. Yeah. We it just need an obnoxious amount of money. <laughs> that's all. Well, I mean, I don't know. You might not these days. I mean, tiny houses now, it's so stupid. Do you think we could put a tiny house on this roof of your building? It wouldn't fit. But no. <laughs> yeah. The uh, but it's so dumb now how how expensive certain tiny homes are. It's like guys, the point of this was that it wasn't this. Yeah, that it was cheap. You know, and like, but but you can still do it. There's still there are still plenty of options out there that are under a hundred grand. Yeah, and things that you could build yourself. You could take. Um, I've even seen some. You know. Um, like trailers from trucks or, or whatever, the stuff that you see on trains, those big fucking um, container things. They've been turning those into yeah. houses and shit. Yeah, I got to get it. I got to I, I gotta start looking into that. I mean, I don't know. Uh, not that I ever, I don't know. Well, whatever. Who else was there? Um, Josh, Josh Lushen, we were talking about, um, I think we should get a group of people that want to do it. Because some of those mobile homes, they're maybe like thirty, forty thousand dollars $40,000, but they are bigger than most of our apartments combined. They have, you know, like nice big tubs. You have shower, you have washer and dryer. And then it moves. Yeah. <laughs> Drives. Are you talking about the... When you say mobile home, do you mean like the RV or do you mean the... Well, th there's RVs um, or, or there's the ones that um, hook up to a truck. Right. And then you drive those. There's ones that actually like are a truck, you know, so attached to a truck. So how much are the ones that hook up to a truck? Um, some of those are anywhere between twenty to 30000 Like the newer, like super up-to-do ones that so have... So they're even cheaper than tiny houses. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, and then and then to park in like a trailer park or a camping ground, depending, you know, on how long. If you're there for a month, sometimes it's between four to five hundred dollars, and then you know, most of the time water is you know free. They you know they have the pipes. Have you ever gone camping? Yeah, 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 yeah where they have you know the water and you know waste disposal stuff. So that that the I I love that idea. The the part of it that I don't like is you're pull you're in a lot and you're pulling in right you're sandwiched in with people yeah that's the one part that sucks i wish there was a version of that where you could still like drive up to northern new york for example mm -hmm. and f and and be on a plot of land where you're isolated they have the, like certain camping grounds they have it where you can have your own like area Oh yeah, Absolutely. You're right. My uncle used to do that. Yeah, yeah. You have like the like the main like general population, you know, where a lot of like campers they'll all park. But then like sometimes it may cost, you know, an extra five or ten dollars. But yeah, there's areas where you would have your own space. And you could build fires. Mm hmm I miss fires. I miss smelling like a bonfire. Now I just smoke too much and <laughs> I smell like you actually quit smoking again? Yeah, I think I, I think I did for good this time. You think okay. I'm but proud of you. Thanks. <laughs> I quit. Uh, I don't even know how long it's been. It's been months, but um, I just stopped, and then I can't do that. I've tried, and then I want to murder people. I, I don't. 
I don't remember why I stopped. I mean, I know I wanted to. Yeah. I felt like shit, but like, I don't remember what it was. Something made me stop, and then I just kept going. Okay. And and then once I muscled through the drunks. Yeah. That was then I was like. That's the right, hardest part is the now. drinking. Yeah. Now when I drink, I don't like. I'll still sometimes get an urge, but I almost don't think about it. Yeah, as long as you don't think about it, it's like out of sight, out of mind. That's my problem. Is normally when I quit, I'll have a couple of drinks, be like, I could do this. That's what I would do too. But look, make it fun for yourself. Mm-hmm. Quit and then be like, all right, I'm gonna now go get drunk a bunch of times, and just so I can forcefully not smoke. Forceful. Oh, that's a good Force idea. Force myself not to smoke. And yeah. then the reward is I get to get drunk for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> but the <laughs> thing is, is that you're getting off the cigarettes. But yeah. Like that's, you know, that's kind of how I looked at it a little bit. Like, all right, this will be another test. Like, you got to give yourself something. Yeah, be like, okay, well, tonight I'm doing cocaine. Let's see if I could do a couple of bumps and not smoke a cigarette. That might be a little tough. Yeah, that's a little bit yeah, harder. Yeah, yeah. I remember I tried, uh, I read a study where it said that, uh, you know, if you microdose, you could do shrooms. It could actually help you quit smoking. I was like, oh, I'm going to try that. And then I realized I actually like smoking more when I'm on <laughs> So it did the exact opposite. Yeah, I had a, I had, that was a hard thing for me with, with, with smoking. When I felt like charged in any way, mm-hmm. it made me want to smoke more. Yeah. But I, I, w- I want to do the microdosing, but I don't want to feel, I don't want to feel fucked up when I do it. No, you don't. Um, the ones Polly has, uh, the like round up ones, the little capsules or whatever, they were the perfect amount uh honestly it just makes you feel like maybe you had one or you know like two to three drinks you kind of have that like warm euphoric feeling but yeah you're not fucked up you don't see you know anything there's no trails or swooshies or whatever that you see when you're on mushrooms and no it actually does really help if you want to think you know if you're trying to work out some trauma or depression or whatever the microdoses are really really good for that what about the people that are doing it every day for like depression and stuff are they doing that that amount that still sounds like a lot to be doing every day um i mean i've I try not to take hallucinogenics, you know, multiple right. days in a row because I always felt that it weakened it out. But, yeah, I mean, if it helps them, I mean, the, the thing with microdoses and, and with mushrooms and stuff is that, you know, it doesn't last that long where, you know, a prescribed pill, you know, it's that um, time release thing. So to do a microdose every day, are, are they doing it around the same time of the day? Are yeah, they doing no, multiple ones? It's going to be legal next year. Like therapeutic yeah. microdosing will be legalized by next year. Yeah. I mean, they're already like started with the ketamine, which yeah. is hilarious. But to me. that's like the ketamine one is like guided. Like you. you oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like have to go in a room. And I was like, uh, I talked to my doctor about it. I was like, I'm not doing that. I will f- yeah. freak out. Yeah, my uh, friend, she had told me about uh, in Portland what they do either, like sit down and talk with someone that day or the very next day. And it's a whole, it's a whole thing with Fuck the ketamine. <laughs> but like, but like there are, there's a version of the mushroom thing mm-hmm. where, um, where I, the microdose where I know it's like, it's like, no, 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 you take it each day and like, you just feel better. Things seem a little bit brighter, mm-hmm. but you don't feel fucked up. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. So I don't know if it, maybe that's the amount you're talking about. Maybe it's less. I don't know. But I'm yeah, curious. whatever, whatever those capsules are, that was the perfect microdose. And it does happen because you are taking, you know, hallucinogenic colors are 
a little brighter, but it's not, you're not fully tripping. It's not, um, you're still able to function, um, drive, you know. But I mean, even that, even with that description, I still get nervous because that's what everybody said to me about Molly when like I hadn't done E in so many years and I was going to do Molly mm-hmm. and everybody was like, oh, dude, you it's don't. different now, though. It's yeah. not the same as it everybody used to was be. Like, you don't freak out. Nothing. This did this. It's, mm-hmm. oh, it's just happiness. Like and I was like, no, I completely freaked out. Yeah, I completely felt like I was having a like a hallucination like it, yeah. like. I don't know. My body just doesn't agree with shit like that. Yeah, but it's also, it's not the same. Like, Molly now is not the same as the, like, ecstasy, the press pills that we used to do. Back when we were back in order. Yeah, they were good because I had some press pills. Fucking, I was in the village and some guy gave me um, four for, like, 20 bucks. I was like, fuck it, take them because they were pressed. You had, um... Yeah, the Mickey Mouse, like, you know, things that I remember from my past. And I was like, okay, these look like they could be really good, like how I used to take the, right. you know, the Chicago ones. And then I took one, and no, it was just super speedy. It was just like, ah. Oh. Yeah, most Molly that I did a, y- a couple years back when it started becoming a thing just felt like speed. Yeah. To the point that we bought a kit and tested it because we were like, this is speed. And then it wasn't. It was like, no, this is Molly. And hmm. then I like it when it's cut with. Um, unfortunately, when it's cut with heroin is always the best. <laughs> it's always well the best yeah. rolls. <laughs> yeah, probably right because that's what makes that's what gives you the. Mm-hmm. I want to massage everybody. Yeah, that like mellow. But um, but yeah, and then the the other times I did it more recently, I was like, this this feels like mushrooms. Like I don't like this at all. Yeah. Um. I don't know. It's weird. Like I said, drugs just sort of one by one started to kind of just phase out. And now I feel like even nicotine. Now I feel like I could be at the point with booze, but like I don't want to. I don't want to go the rest of my life without Without having a drink. Yeah. You just don't drink as much as you used to. I don't go out as much. And when I do go out, I try not to drink that much you know now i'm back to like i have my day be like okay i'm gonna get drunk this day this week yeah and like even this like the way i'm saying the way the medicine makes me feel Mm -hmm. like i don't want that for the rest of my life i want to be able to again have those days where like you know like you said you go out on a boat with your friends or Mm -hmm. a booze cruise and you get fucked up Mm -hmm. and it's hilarious yeah you feel stupid and and giddy and whatever Mm -hmm. like i don't want to lose that forever yeah um but I don't know. Who knows? Maybe after a few months of this, I, w- I won't care. People say after six months of sobriety is when things change. And I'm far from sober. But mm-hmm. to me, this is like sobriety <laughs> right now. That's what it feels like. It's your level of sobriety. Yeah. Hit my tooth on the mic. Um, so where can people find you on social media? Uh, so Joe DeRosa Comedy on Instagram and Twitter. When does this come out? Um... What day is it? Today is the uh, fifth, so not next week, but the following week. So like the eighteenth or whatever that is. Oh, okay, cool. Okay, great. So then this weekend mm-hmm. I will be in Houston, Texas, at the Come and Take It Festival on the nineteenth and the twenty second, and then on the twentieth and twenty first I'll be at the Creaking Cave in Austin, Texas. Nice. Come out and see me at either of those. Get tickets at joederosainfo dot com. 
And then Joey Rose's, my bar and sandwich shop in New York City. Come it's, by. It's great. Thank you. It's so good. Uh, we're open Tuesday through Wednesday. Uh, basically normal bar hours, but you can go to joeyrosesnyc.com for all the info there. Yes, it's a great bar. Definitely go. Thank you. Big fan. Good Sammies. Uh, obviously, you can find this podcast at How to Do Drugs Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, please rate and subscribe on Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, um, all the places podcasts are. Uh, me, you can find me, the Aaliyah Janine, on Twitter and Aaliyah.Janine on Instagram. Okay, bye.